in this atmosphere of like precious faith coming together and worshiping and just exalting the name of Jesus, anything can happen in this atmosphere. Healings can occur on today. Deliverance can occur on today. So we're just going to rejoice and be glad because God is in the atmosphere. Hallelujah.
Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Amen, amen. Would you all stand for me? Would you all stand for me? Something good. Something good. I said something good. I said something good. Something good. Something good. Something good. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, Pastor, I don't feel like anything good has happened. But see, that's the problem. You don't receive things good by how you feel. You think you receive things are good because of what he said. What who said? What God said. Because we have to get to the place where what he says trumps everything. Are you with me this morning? And so I'm just going to give you a heads up. That I'm going to be pushing you this year. I'm not going to let you just just chillax no we gotta be intentional purposeful and um, I don't like to use this word but um, let, let me just say this expectant because when a word is declared you're just one praise away from your breakthrough and you don't praise God you got to examine why that is. Why, why is that? Is, is that you don't expect anything to change? Or what? Because our response is really an indication of what we believe. Amen. Faith without works is dead. Well, Pastor, what is praising God going to do? I don't know. Praise Him and see. Come on, praise him and see. We, we, you, listen, you are not going to have all the answers before you do something. Well, Pastor, is, is it, is it going to work? Is it going to work? I don't, know, I don't know. Do it and see. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. If it doesn't work, you're the same. If it works, there can be change. So I might as well just, just go ahead and do it and see and, and, and see what happens, praise God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Come on, let's get lift a good praise to God this morning. Come on, let's give him glory. Hey! 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 Glory to God. Woo! Praise God. Father.
Father, we thank you for the Word of God. We thank you so much that the Word is incorruptible seed. And I thank you that the Word today will fall upon the good ground of the people's hearts. And it will bear much fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. So I do thank you in advance for transformed lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. High five two people before you see it and say, let's get into this Word. Let's get into this word come on let's get into this word praise God yes indeed if you uh, brought your Bibles this morning uh, would you go ahead and put your place in John chapter number 10 verse number 10 John 10 and 10 and I'm going to read that to you today out of the Amplified translation but I want to uh, take a few moments this morning uh, just uh, covering some things, announcing some things, releasing some things, and decreeing some things over your life. Now, I shared some of these things on this past Wednesday, and so if you were present, uh, just act like you're hearing it for the first time. And go ahead and receive another level of it today. Uh, if It would be great if I could catch everybody in one service at one time. And all I can do is just say it one time and be done. But how many know that doesn't happen? Yeah, we got some first and thirds. We got some second and fourths. We got some fifth only. Then we got some first Sunday of the year people. We got some Christmas and Easter and Mother's Day folks. So we got all kinds. And so you got to repeat yourself. And so don't, don't allow yourself to say something. He's still teaching on that. Yeah, but if everybody came, it wouldn't take so long. Amen. Praise God. So John chapter number 10, because we announced on um, New Year's Eve that 2019 is the year of enjoyment. It is the year of enjoyment. Say with me this morning, enjoyment. Praise God, enjoyment. And so I want to give uh, some background on that in terms of scripturally speaking. Because uh, I may be a little different than many other pastors. Uh, I, I hear from God about what he wants the word to be for the year. And it has to be backed up by his word for me to announce it. Because I just don't want it to be something that sounds catchy. Does that make sense? And so I want it to be, I want to hear, I want this to be the heart of God and what's, what's resting uh, on, on this house for uh, for this year and if it's resting on this house it's going to rest on your house as well amen and so john chapter number 10 is the verse that he dropped in my spirit in the amplified translation as it relates to this 2019 the year uh, of enjoyment it says the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy now that's put in that order on purpose. Many people will quote this particular passage of scripture and say he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But that's incorrect because the Bible tells us that he comes to steal, then kill, and then destroy. Why? Because if he cannot steal anything from you, he cannot kill anything in your life. If he cannot steal anything from you, then he cannot destroy anything in your life. Praise God. Now, the primary thing, or yeah, the primary thing that the enemy wants to steal 
is twofold. Numero uno is the Word of God. He wants to steal the Word of God. And so now, I want to encourage you this year that before teaching begins, go ahead and get a mint from your neighbor. Go ahead and get the note from your neighbor. Go ahead and finish your grocery list before the Word comes so you don't be distracted. Because the enemy tries to use things like that. Tell him, talk to me later after service. The enemy uses distractions because he wants you to miss maybe the word that can turn your life around. But if he can get you talking to your neighbor and you miss what God says, then guess what? He just stole your answer. Now he can move in and kill and destroy. Does that make sense? Now, I'm not, trying, I'm not telling you to be disrespectful and ignore your, uh, you know, don't throw up the hand or nothing like that. I'm just saying, but just, just, just go ahead and go over the rules of engagement before, before the word comes, you know. When somebody says, that, I praise God, good to see you this morning, but I just want to let you know, don't bother me doing the word. And go ahead and set the rules of engagement and then go ahead and get in on it. Amen. I said, amen. Praise God. I never forget I was with my, with our pastor. Uh, Apostle Freeman, and um, we, were at, we were visiting a, a church in Chicago, and so we go to this church, and uh, you know, they know him there at that church, and so uh, they saw him coming, and, and they made sure that we had seats up front and all this kind of stuff, and very hospitable. What they were supposed to be doing did an excellent job in what, uh, in what they were doing and whatnot. Very hospitable, customer service, a whole nine yards. And so we got seated, and so we was you know, locked in to be engaged in the Word of God. And so the person that was assigned to serve him and us for that particular uh, service kept asking uh, Apostle, he said, do you want some water? And he said, no, I'm good. And then maybe about two minutes later, he said, do you want some water? He said, no, I'm good. And then like the third time, he said, do you want some water? And he, he, said, he said, sir, 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 if I want some water, I'll ask for some water. But don't bother me no more because I can't hear the man if you keep asking me if I want some water. And that thing made such an impact on me. Because sometimes we can be so engaged in what's going on around here that we'll miss the word. And the enemy wants to do that because he wants to steal the word from you. Because if he steals the word, then he's stolen your faith and stolen your victory. Does that make sense? And the second thing he comes after he wants to steal in your life is your faith. He, because the Bible says faith is the victory. So if he gets you out of faith, then you can't have victory. Does that make sense? So now you can begin to see that things, uh, success in the things of God doesn't just happen just because you want them to. They have to be intentional. And you have to be engaged in your own success in the kingdom of God. This is all making sense. So he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I'm glad that the verse didn't finish here. Anybody glad the first verse didn't finish there? But Jesus says, I came, this is Jesus now, I came that they may have and what? enjoy life come on have and what enjoy life come on have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows glory to God can anybody shout amen tell your neighbor say neighbor you don't know how blessed you are because I let you sit to me sit next to me today yeah, because you, you you, you're overflowing. You're overflowing. And so now if you're overflowing, that means you got too much for yourself, and now you're ready to bless those around you. Amen. But Jesus says he wants us to have and enjoy life. And, I'm, I'm, man, I, I, I see this so clearly in Scripture that 
I, listen, I didn't get saved not to enjoy life. I, I didn't get saved for that. Now, the real reason I got saved is because I didn't want to go to hell. But, you know, after I came in and the word and learned some things, I realized that I got saved for more than that. I was just trying to escape the fire. Oh, you, you, you was all spiritual when you got saved, right? 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 No, you wasn't. You was just trying to escape that fire, too. But, but being saved is more than just having fire insurance. And so I didn't get saved just to be in a, in, have a dead life, an a average life, uh, go to a dead church, hang around dead folk. I didn't get saved for that. I didn't. I believe that we ought to be able to have more fun in the kingdom than we ever had in the world. And check this out. And it doesn't come with hangovers. Doesn't come with the potential DUIs and, you know, those, those egg drinks you had to drink the next morning. Come on, somebody. It doesn't come with all that. It comes with peace. Oh, Jesus. Joy. Come on now. And righteousness. You hear what I'm saying? That's what it comes with. And so I didn't get saved just to, just to, be, just to, be, just to be plowing. You look at some people's faces in the church, they look like they had a hard life. No, you, got, you should have a better life because you know Jesus. Amen. Shout enjoy life. Shout the year of enjoyment. So Jesus says he came that you may have and enjoy life. He came with that purpose. So he didn't come for you to be stuck up. He didn't come for you to be super spooky. He didn't come for you to be all deep. He came for you to have and what? Enjoy life. Shout the year of enjoyment. See, so I say, I already see this is working on some of y'all minds already because y'all like, we supposed to have fun in church? Yeah. You do. And maybe if we had more fun in church, it may be you want to come more. Wow, isn't that a wonderful idea? Because what do you do? Your, your, your favorite band come to town, and you're like, oh, concert time, concert time. What do you do? You get your tickets early. You go out and get your new outfit for the concert. You get you some cute shoes and put the slides in the purse. I mean, the flats in the purse. Come on, you get your hair did, your makeup did, you get a fresh cut, you get your line in your bed, guys, in your beard. Man, you ready, boy. And then when concert time comes, you leave early so you can get a parking space. You pay for parking. You pay for parking, you walk in, you give them your ticket that you paid for to have, and then there's concessions, there's a drink that's $17 and you pay for it. Because you, and you, and you invite some people that like to have fun with you because you go to have what? Fun. Why you get all hyped up about the concert and you can't get, get, get hyped up about church? When, when that concert is over, 
That is all it's going to do for you for the, next, for, for, for the rest of your life, except remind you of the songs that you probably shouldn't be singing. <laughs> Got it on. Who did we party? But it gives no redemptive value. It gives no eternal value. It doesn't heal you. It doesn't provide for you. It doesn't cause you to have any joy or peace. You got to go back to the grind after the concert, just like you was at the grind before the concert. But then when it comes to church, you act like you can take it or leave it. Act like you don't need it. Don't even prepare for it. Just kind of rolling here in the old kind of way. When this is the life-changing word of God. But we have the wrong perspective. We don't understand that Jesus came and died for you to enjoy life. Shout this morning, say the year of enjoyment. John chapter 16, please. John chapter 16. Praise God. All right. Y'all okay? Pray the Lord. Glory to God. John chapter 16, verse number 23. I might need to jump ahead just a little bit, but I'll, I'll be all right. Because I got to get somewhere this morning. All right, John chapter 16, verse 23 says, And in that day, and in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, let's read this together, folks, he will give it you. I should have got a bunch of amens. You, did you see what that just said? It says if you ask the Father in his name, he will, what? He will what? give it to you. That means, folks, that God wants to give you what you ask him for. And this is the reason. Verse 24, uh, uh, verse 24, it says, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will what? Receive that your what? Joy may be full. So God wants to answer your request so that your joy can be full. He wants to answer your request so you can enjoy life. He wants you to enjoy this thing called Christendom. He wants you to enjoy this thing called a relationship with God. He wants you to enjoy, the, enjoy this thing called the born-again experience. So he wants to get involved and say, listen, if you ask anything in my name, count it done because your joy, I want your joy to be full. I want you to enjoy life. I don't want you to walk around with your head down. I want you to walk around with your head up. I don't want you to be sad. I want you to be glad. I don't want you to have depression. I want you to have peace. That's the kind of life he wants you and I to have. He don't want you to have an all drawn out, mundane, dark life. He wants you to have a life that's bright, that's bright, praise God, that's full of joy, that's full of peace, that's full of righteousness. That's his will for your life. Shout amen, somebody. But because we've been painting all these different kind of pictures about church, and we've been all in all these different kind of environments about church, some up, some down, some almost level to the ground. And we're getting all these pictures of what church, but folks, local churches don't necessarily represent the will of the Father. Just because they have church over the door doesn't mean they are promoting the will of the Father. 
That's why you got to check them out. You got to check them out. Don't just go to the church just because your grandmother was there. Go, no, is this church giving me life? And if it's not giving me life, I got to find out where I need to be to get life because I'm not here to spend the rest of my days living like this. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I ain't calling nobody's name, so don't, don't even try to say I'm trying to talk about anybody. You need to do this for you. Don't stay in no church just because you got a spot in the, in the cemetery. No, you need to be at a place where you get life. That when you walk out of every service, you feel built up, empowered. Bless God, I can do this thing. Bless God, things are going to be all right. Bless God, I'm not just going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I know I am going to be on top. All my needs are met. My body's here from the crown of his head and the soul of it. If you, if you leave out of the church feeling worse than when you came, then that, that might be the wrong place. If you leave out there tired, like, Lord, Jesus, barely can make it to Monday, you need to find a place to give life. I ain't talking about nobody because I spent years. I spent years in my childhood going to, hey, I couldn't, st- I, could. I shouldn't talk that way, but I, I, ain't like the, I ain't like going there. I ain't like it a lot. I, didn't, I did not like it a lot. Does that make sense? I mean, I, 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 oh, oh, man, getting fussed at every Sunday, talking about it. You ain't no good, and you ain't this, and you ain't that, and, and you do everything on Saturday, and do everything on, su- on Sunday, on Friday night, and you come in here and think you all holy now. You need that. Ah! Oh, I'm like, dude, tell me how I changed this. Don't fuss at me for doing it. Just like parents, don't fuss at your children about doing stuff if you're not going to teach them how to do it, right? Just keep your mouth shut and just keep it moving. If you are not going to take the time to teach them how to do something different, you, can, you do not have a right to complain about what they're not doing. Well, they just ought to know. How? How? Where do you find out that children should raise themselves? Where do you get that information from? Wow, well, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of these kids. I'm tired of these kids. Well, you should have thought about that before you had them. Because once they're here, shit, too late for that. Like Dr. Wendy, years ago, she don't say it anymore, praise God. But she used to say, I, w- I would get close to her somewhere. She said, back up, man, back up. She said, you're all in my space. I said, listen, girl, that ended when you said I do. It ain't no more your space. This is our space. You should have thought about that before you said that, girl. Amen. So you just thought about them things before you was doing what you, di- what you did to have them churn. Oh, you didn't want to think about it then, but then you want to just toss them off on somebody else or just have them raise themselves. No, 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 no. If you're not going to sit down and take the time to teach them and train them how to do right, keep your mouth shut. Just keep your mouth shut. You have no right to holler at them if you're not going to do your part. All my young people didn't, didn't woke up. They're like, 
Is he, is he saying what I'm saying? What I think he's saying? Praise the Lord. Now, young people, don't go home and tell your mamas that. <laughs> Let your mothers get the revelation of that. Amen. Y'all all right? But why does he want to answer our prayers? That our joy may be what? Go to 1 Peter 1, and I'll just jump to the message translation just for uh, sake of time. Praise God. 1 Peter chapter 1, uh, we're going to go to the message, right to the message, guys. Praise the Lord. Uh, 1 Peter 1, 8 says, you never saw him. This is 8 and 9 in message. You never saw him, yet you love him. You still don't see him, yet you trust him. With laughter and singing. Why? Because you kept on doing what? Believing. So, folks, there should be a joy in your believing. You kept on laughing and singing. Why? Because you kept on believing. Why? Because belief brings expectation and joy. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You'll get what you're looking forward to, total salvation. Total salvation. Now, that word total salvation means health, healing, prosperity, abundance, peace, joy, wisdom. It means, it means you're going to get everything you're looking forward to when you keep on believing because you keep this laughter and joy about yourself. This is making sense to anybody. Praise God. So here we go. So the, 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 this year of enjoyment is twofold. Number one, it's going to be a year of the renewal of joy. Say, tonight, say this morning, say, I'm going to get my joy back. Come on, I said, say it. Now, now say it like you mean it. I'm going to get my joy back. Where did the joy go? The joy went when you got disappointed. The joy went when you got delayed. The joy went when you were distracted. The joy, the joy left. Sometimes we, lead, we let the joy go because of circumstances and situations. But it's time to get that back. Say, I'm going to get my joy back. Now, joy has a look. And joy doesn't look, doesn't have a look of poked out jaws. Joy doesn't look like that. Joy has a posture. It has a way to carry itself. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, somebody. When you have joy, you just walk, you, you walk with some confidence. Because the joy is infusing you with strength that someone else may not have. Because if they're not connected to the source of joy, they, they probably don't have any. Now, they might be happy, but happiness is fleeting. Joy is permanent. That's why Jesus says, the joy that I give you, mm -hmm, the world didn't give it to you. Therefore, the world, come on, y'all finish it. See, y'all yeah, went to the same church I did, praise God. If, if, if the world didn't give it to me, how can the world take it from me? But guess what? I can give it away. It can't take it, but I can give it away. I can release my joy because of what's going on in the world. But this year, we're going to keep our joy. Shout, I got mine, and I'm keeping mine. 
now, 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 don't, don't you have joy when somebody else has joy. No, you have joy so somebody else can have joy. You hear what I'm saying? Because sometimes there can be some challenging relationships that you can have, maybe husband and wife or, 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 or BFFs or whatever, and, and, and folks just challenge you. Well, if, if, if they start acting right, then I can, be, I can have some more joy. Well, why don't we try this? Why don't you have some more joy and see how they act? Because, see, it takes two people to fuss and fight. If one stops, what the other one going to do? Look crazy. <laughs> and it's only a little amount, of, a small amount of time where a person sit there and thinking, now, now this, this is absolutely crazy. I am sitting here fussing with myself. And they stop. Because your change affects everybody else. Go to your job tomorrow instead of complaining for the first 45 minutes. Just go in and appreciate people. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate me for what? I just appreciate you for showing up to work today. You appreciate me? Yeah, I appreciate you. Oh. Guess what? They got to change. Because they came in with with data to help you complain. Because that's, that's the culture you set up. But now you come in and do something different, they're like, oh, so. And then they'll go start talking about it. Don't worry about them. Don't, don't worry about it. Because they're like, I think, I think something's wrong. I, th I think something's wrong with them. I think they must be going through something. Yeah, you're going through something. You're going through a change. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. You know, I, because, but you got to understand this. They talking about you all the time. They talking about you already. They, when you're not around, they say, that girl, that girl complain all the time. I tell you what, that man, all he do is complain. They talking about you, you just don't hear it. Just go in there and do something different. Just say, I, I appreciate you. Go in there tomorrow and just stand in the middle of your cubicle and just say, this is a day that the Lord has made. I'm going to be glad and I'm going to rejoice in it. I don't care what none of y'all do today, but but for me, for me, I'm going to be glad and I'm going to rejoice. And just let them look at you. Okay. And then rejoice. Don't say it and don't do it. I'll say, say. <laughs> y'all want this stuff to be so, so easy. And it is when you do it God's way. Amen. So what's going to happen? We're going to have a renewal of what? Joy. And then second part of this, it's going to be a year of having. A year of having. How do I know that? Because the word enjoy means to have. The word enjoy means have. The word enjoyment means the action of possessing and benefiting from something. So this is your year of having. <laughs> Did you, hear what I, you didn't hear what I said? I said, this is your year of having. Yes. Having what, Pastor? Having whatever you want to have. That's in line with his will, of course. Amen. Let's go over to Matthew chapter 9 now. I just need a few more minutes and then I'll be done. Glory to God. Man, oh man, oh man. Don't worry about that. That's all for me. Don't worry about it. Y'all just go to Matthew 9. We'll be all right. Matthew, oh, excuse me, not, not Matthew 9. Uh, did I give you Matthew 9 or Mark 9? 
No, I give y'all what? What did I give y'all? Matthew. Did it start with when Jesus departed? Okay, all right. Matthew then. That's the, we're in the right place. Matthew chapter 9, verse number 27. All right, here we go. Go and throw it up there for me. Yeah, there we go. All right. Matthew 9, 27 says, When Jesus departed from there, he just got finished ministering to a woman with an issue of blood. Two blind men follow him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. So here's the situation. Jesus just got finished ministering. All of a sudden, two blind men crying out to him. Now, this cry was not a boo-hoo tear cry. This cry was a cry of, of help, a cry of, hey, we, 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 we seen and heard, or we hadn't seen, but we heard what you've done, and, 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 I, and, and you can probably help us. So they cried out saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. Okay? Next verse says, And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, look at this, and Jesus said to them, look at this, very important, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I am able to do this? That's very, very important. Do you believe that I am able to do this? So we're talking about blind, people are blind, they're both blind, but Jesus turns the tables and Jesus says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Okay, now look, he says, so now the question, do you believe, was for them. Okay, the question for do you believe was them. Uh, and then that I'm able to do this. So Jesus is saying, listen, I, I got I to I make sure that you understand your part so I can do my part. So the question is, do you believe, and his part is, that I'm able to do this? It's because you, you, this is indicating or letting us know that there are two parts that got to be played. That has to be your part, and also has to be his part. Come on, y'all stay with me now. Because, see, I can stand up here, and I can talk about this every single Sunday of the year until I'm blue in my face, and saying 2019 is the year of enjoyment, but if you don't do your part, it won't be. Because the every word, even written or prophetically speaking, requires a faith response. Somebody can come up to you and prophesy, in the name of Jesus, you're going to be a millionaire. You be like, I receive, glory to God, I receive. And then you go home and sit on the couch, you won't be one. Because no millionaire was made sitting on the couch. Unless they were sitting on the couch doing a scratch-off, I don't know. It's possible. Amen. You're going to enjoy life. The year of enjoyment. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So he says, do you believe that I'm able to do it? Then, the, then the, the last part of that verse says, they said to him, look at this. What did they say? What did they say? Yes, Lord. So now, Jesus just qualified them 
to receive. But the bigger thing is, they just qualified themselves to receive. Oh, y'all got to catch this, man. Glory to God. It's, it's no different than when we looked at over the Christmas season, Mary, Mary said, after she heard the word from the angel, Mary said, be it unto me according to his word. It's just another way of saying, yes, I believe. Y'all with me? So, he said, so they say, yes. Now, <laughs> glory to God. Look at verse 29. Oh, I love this. Uh, verse 29. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Verse 29 says, Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Ah, I got to read that again. According to your faith, be it unto you. I got to read it one more time. According to your faith, be it unto you. Notice that Jesus didn't say, according to my faith, according to my ability. No, he says, according to your faith, be it unto you. Folks, according to your faith, the year of enjoyment will be unto you. So you can walk out of here and not believe anything different and have the same kind of year you just came out of. Or you can hear the word and say, yep, this is going to be my year of enjoyment. I believe it. I've released my faith for it. And you'll have exactly what you believe God for. Are y'all with me this morning? I say, are you with me? And listen, there's going to be some who remain exactly the same. There's some that's sad today, going to be sad a year from now. Because they think it's some kind of magic pill. They think just because they entered an auditorium in the church, just because somebody preached to them, that things are supposed to change. No, according to your faith. Come on now. And so, 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 you just gotta, so just because everybody doesn't go with you, don't stop for them. Because everybody in Jesus' ministry didn't get it. So I can't be so big-headed and think that everybody in my ministry is going to get it. There are going to be some of you are going to be exactly the same, and there are going to be some of you that's going to even be worse next year. And it's not going to be God's fault. It's not going to be my fault. It's going to be your fault because it's according to your faith being unto me. So you can sit around and say, I don't think it take all that. Then fine, just stay where you are. But I do know this, if you're not moving forward, you are sliding backwards. There's no, there's no such thing as neutral. If you could put your car in the neutral, it's dependent upon the, the road or where you park it, whether you're going to go forward or backwards. Because if there's an incline, either way, that car is going to move towards that direction because of gravity. That's why there's a park. You put it in park when you want to stay somewhere. But if you stay neutral, I'm just going to see what's going to happen. You, you, you going backwards. You going back. I'm just going, I'm going to see. I'm going to see if this year of enjoyment comes to pass. It, it won't. Come on, I'm just going to be real. It's, it's not. It, nothing's going to change for you. Because you want to be a spectator. You want it done for you. want it done for you. This is not a done for me program. This is get in and get it. Oh, y'all don't, like, oh, y'all don't like this, y'all don't like this. This is the first Sunday of the year, and you, 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 you need this. This is get in and get it. What you put in is what you get out of it. 
Amen. We got a five-and-a-half-year-old daughter. She wanted to be picked up. I know I ain't picking you up. You walk for yourself. Now, I, I stoop down to hug her and all that kind of stuff, but I don't pick, I don't pick that girl up. That girl big enough to be walking. What would y'all think of me if I came in and I had Dr. Wendy on my hip? And set her down in her chair. Y'all be like, is she sick? Is her legs broke? What's wrong with that woman? And then next Sunday I come out there again. And you be like, what is going on? I know that woman can walk for herself. You think that both of us was crazy. Would you not or what? Would, would you not? Come on, you can tell the truth in church. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Tell the truth. You'd be like, they are crazy. What is wrong with that man? Y'all start praying. Because you know she's big enough to walk out here on her own. So why do we give people in the church and Christians passes when we know they should be further along than where they are and will we just keep putting them on the hip? And guess what? It slows your pace down. But the thing about it, some of y'all just like to be needed. But the only person that person needs is God. Whether you there or not, they still got God. Tell your neighbor, there's some good stuff here, boy. Praise God. And this is just the first Sunday of the year. Jesus. Jesus. Okay, just a few more months. He touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Notice, folks, he didn't say, according to your educational level, be it unto you. Now, I'm not, I'm not throwing rocks at education. I'm an educated person. I listened to some of that stuff I was teaching when I I started the church. I was like, Lord, thank you for having people listen to me. Because I was tearing up the English language. I was just, I was wrecking stuff. Jesus, that was grace. And it's hard for me to listen. Thank God for the anointing on it because, whew, it must have did something before it got y'all ears because it wouldn't, that stuff was messy. But I, I, I have a college degree. I have a, a degree from a Bible college. So I, I'm not throwing rocks at education. But your education and my education cannot take the place of faith. That's what I'm saying. Get all the education. Get five PhDs if you want to. I don't care. But none of them or all combined can take the place of faith. That's all I'm saying. Y'all hearing this? Notice, notice now. Notice that he said it's not according to someone else. You don't have to have anybody else's permission to do this. 
This is your life. And just because your buddy don't want to go, hey, hey, we can still be friends, but I'm going. I'll let you later. Jesus. Oh, 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 brace yourself, brace yourself. Y'all might not like this one. Oh, gosh. Notice he didn't say, it's not according to the current governmental leadership. You mean to tell me I can still get this no matter who's in office? That's what he just said, folks. But you didn't make your plans based upon who in office. No, you make your plans based upon the word of God. I don't care what happens around here. We're going to still prosper. Because he is the source. And the Bible told me in Isaiah that actually the government sits up on his shoulders. So there's a higher government that we need to be submitted to than the government in our land. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all don't like, okay, okay, I understand, I, I understand, I understand, because you're in front of that TV. And you letting them feed you all that stuff. And you ain't checking none of it out, you're taking it and run with it but you won't spend an hour in the Word. You know everything about what somebody not doing. The question is, what are you supposed to be doing? Oh, holler at your boy. You quiet now. Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Come on, holler at your boy. Say, oh, me, just holler. Just, ah, just do something. I said, holler at your boy. See, 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 see how people just get tensed up when you talk about that? See, see, I'm, what I'm trying to say is there's a higher level. There's a higher place that you and I are ordained to walk at, walk in, or walk on than those who don't know God. Now, I can completely understand folks flipping out who don't know Jesus, but if you know Jesus, that should be your rock, your anchor, your chief cornerstone, your stability, your foundation, your everything. Everything stands upon him. And the Bible tells me that he is not going anywhere. He was, he was in the beginning, he's in the now, and he's going to be in your future. Y'all with me? Amen. Amen. Now here you go. And notice he didn't say, it's not according to your money. It doesn't matter how much you have or how much you don't have. It's according to your faith. According to your faith. Pastor, how am I going to get out of debt? Don't worry about it. It's according to your faith. Pastor, how am I going to get healed? Don't worry about it. It's according to your faith. Pastor, how am I going to work through this relationship issue? Don't worry about it. It's according to your faith. See, you don't have to figure out how. You just got to believe it is. Is anybody with me this morning? All right, all right, let me wrap this up. Let me wrap this up. Praise God. So verse 30 says, and their eyes were what? Their eyes were what? They were blind, but not anymore. Because of what happened in the middle, their faith. They believed that Jesus could do this, and so they received. Amen? So in the same way, you can, you can be unhappy today, but about this time tomorrow, you can have joy. What do you have to put in the middle of it? 
faith. I believe that he's able to do this. I believe that I can enjoy life. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Amen. And you will experience enjoyment. You will receive your house. You will receive your car. Oh, man. You will receive this relationship smoothed out and gotten better. You will receive the job that you're looking for. You will receive the promotion and increase you're looking for. You will receive it. But it's according to your faith. So, folks, what that tells me is this. That you can have the kind of year you want to have. And it's independent of any, what anybody else says, including the devil himself. Because he's defeated. But I know this. I know this. You got to stick with it. You got to make a commitment to consistently hear this word because you got to hear this in your ear over and over again so you can gain confidence in it. Because this is what I know. When you don't have or when a person doesn't have revelation, they try to figure out how to do it themselves. See, when you, when you don't have a revelation that God will supply all your needs, you'll try to figure it out yourself. Come on. When you don't have a re revelation that he's your healer, you'll, do, you'll, 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 you'll try every concoction somebody, uh, somebody suggests. No, you need to have two cups of honey and, and, and half a lemon. You drink that, nothing happens. Somebody else says something. No, you, you should have put two eggs in it. No, you got to remove all the sugar. No, you got to take all the dairy. So, so all these things you're trying to figure out yourself, but you got to know when you got revelation that God is your healer, then you, then you know that not only will he heal you, but he'll give you instructions to receive it. Is this too much or what? Is this too much first Sunday or what? Come on, talk to me. That's why you got to hear this word. That's why you got to be committed. That's why you got to fight against the distractions to keep you out of this place. Because there are going to be several mornings that you ain't going to feel like coming. But you need to tell your body, get yourself up. Did you hear what I said? You have to tell your body, get yourself up. You need to tell your body, we ain't laying here all day, get yourself up. And your body going to talk back, but I want to lay here. What did I say, body? Get yourself up. Why we got to go? Because we need this word. Because I need to keep slapping you. Talking to your flesh now. Keep talking, talking to your flesh. Not talking about your enemy. I'm talking to your flesh. Your own flesh. Because you got to slap it down sometimes. Because it wants to work contrary to what you need to be doing. So it is possible. It is possible to be committed to church this year. You don't have to wait until Saturday night to see if you come to church. Just make plans to come. I'll be here next week. I, sometimes I tell people, tell your neighbor you're going to be here next week. They don't. <laughs> what was that? They don't, they don't want to be committal. They don't want to be committed because they don't know what's going to come up. Because they place other things higher priority than their church attendance. Why just we need to see what's going to happen? Why? Oh, it's quiet. Let me see how I can get y'all out of this place now. Everybody shout 2019. 
will be my year of enjoyment. I will live in and experience joy unspeakable and full of glory. This will be my year of having. I will receive manifestation of my prayer requests this year in Jesus' name. Every single need I have is met. I have more to put in store. I am blessed to be a blessing. I receive the mandate upon my life to be an ambassador of Christ in the earth realm. So I will be a carrier of joy wherever I go. I'll make deposits of joy, peace, righteousness, and prosperity wherever I go in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree whatever strategy the enemy has planned for me is canceled. Now, in Jesus' name, no weapon formed against me will prosper in Jesus' name. So depression, go. Sadness, go. Unhappiness, go. Poverty, go. Lack, go. Relationship issues, go. In the name of Jesus, I declare this is my best year ever in Jesus' name. Prosperity, come. Healing, come. Peace, come. Joy, come. Righteousness, come. Wisdom, come. In the name of Jesus, it is according to my faith, and I believe the word of God in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Now stand and give God a shout about it this morning. Come on, stand and give God a shout this morning in Jesus' name. Come on, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Glory to God. Glory to God. If depression and unhappiness comes and knock at your door, say, no one home. Don't you let it back in because you just told it to go. What do you open the door to? You open the door to peace, joy, and happiness. Amen. I said amen. We're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by how we feel. We were moved, we're moved only by what we believe. And I believe that this is the year of enjoyment. Anybody with me this morning? Glory to God. God is good. Bow your head, close your eyes. I want to make sure everybody here has their needs met. Please, nobody walking, nobody moving, except those are authorized to do so. We are, we are almost done. I promise you, we're almost done. We want to make sure that everybody here is right with God. Because the Bible tells me that it's the will of God that everyone be saved. Everyone be saved. That includes you. So if you're here this morning and you would say, Pastor, 
I am not born again. I've not given my heart to Jesus. But I want to start this new year out right. I've been trying to do things on my own. I've been trying to do it without his help. But I realize that I need Jesus. So if you're here today and you said, Pastor, I'm not saved. I'm not born again. I've not, I have not invited Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. If that's you, today, this moment is your time. Do not live another minute without Jesus in your heart. So if you're here today, oh man, yeah. Jesus really is the key to enjoyment. He's the key. You can be happy without him, but you really can't have real joy. You can be, yeah, without him. Praise God. So if you're here this morning, you said, Pastor, that's me. I want to get saved. I want to give my heart to Jesus today. Would you pray for me? If that's you, would you boldly lift your hand as you're standing today? Would you boldly lift your hand as you're standing? Because we want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. Pastor, I'm not saved. I want to give my heart to Jesus today. Pray for me today. Pray for me today. If that's you, boldly lift your hand as you're standing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Secondly, today is this. If you're here and you said, Pastor, I did give my heart to Jesus at one time in my life, but for whatever reason, I've walked away from God. I, I, doesn't mean I don't love him, but it just means I'm not as committed as I need to be to him. And I'm not fulfilling what I said I would fulfill when I first gave my heart to him. I have great news for you because God not only forgives us, God also restores us. And see, God will restore your relationship with him today, right now. And so don't go another day, don't go another week away from God. No, this is your time, this is your moment. Get it right with God. And so if you're here today and you say, Pastor, that's me. I need to get my relationship with God right. I need to get it back on track today. Would you, would you pray with me? If that's you, would you boldly lift your hand today and say, Pastor, that's me. That's me. I need to get it right with God. Would you pray with me? I need to get it right with God today. This is the start of a new year. You might as well start it right. Say, Pastor, that's me. That's me. That's me. I need to get it right with God. Would you pray with me? Praise God. Then thirdly, today is this. If you're here and you sense a connection with me as a pastor and sense a connection with this ministry as a local church and you want to partner with us, you want to connect with Faith Christian Centenary, you want to make this your church home, this is what I want you to do. I want you to obey God. Because the Bible tells us that it's God who sets the members in the church as it pleases Him. God knows where you need to be connected. He knows who you need to be connected to because there's life that he wants you to have. And so if that's you today, you say, Pastor, I want to connect. I want to join Faith Christian Center National. Would you receive me today? If that's you, would you lift your hand this morning? We want to receive you as a partner of this church in Jesus' name. Is there, is there anyone today want to connect with us through partnership in Jesus' name? Praise God. Praise God. Well, we thank God that every need is met in the place. Amen. I said we thank God that every need is met in the place. Amen. Praise God. So if you could give me your attention just for a few more moments because I want us to 
receive from the Lord's table together. And we're going to ask that you go ahead and grab those and begin to prepare them. Now, it's an important thing to realize about... Uh, oh, I apologize. Are we still running, guys? Okay. Uh, if you're watching us uh, by iCampus and one of those appeals, ask that you go ahead and grab those and begin to prepare them. Now, it's an important thing to realize about... Uh, oh, I apologize. Are we still running, guys? Okay. Uh, if you're watching us uh, by iCampus and one of those appeals, ask that you go ahead and grab those and begin to prepare them. Now, it's an important thing to realize about... Uh, oh, I apologize. Are we still running, guys? Okay. Uh, if you're watching us uh, by iCampus and one of those appeals uh, was for you, uh, I don't want to overlook you. And so if one of those appeals for you and you want to make a decision for Christ today,